Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name is Helen. I'm Janet. And I'm Mel. Hello, everyone. We are on the set of our new video podcast. Oh, my gosh. For those of you who are tuning in from your regular audio podcast listening streaming stations, you can now catch us on the YouTubes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now you can see our faces and maybe hear us a little bit better. We have finally upgraded (laughs) from our $50 mics from Walmart after five to six years. So, Tap, tap, tap. Does it sound clear? I know Jana was very excited about these mics. She's like, I really want to upgrade our mics. And today is a day. Also, we did take a hiatus on YouTube. So, so excited to be back. Yes. But if you guys want to watch our vlogs, the vlogs are still there. But you can find us every week on YouTube now. We're back. Oof. Yes. Wow. Oh, I can't believe we're here. <laughs> I still can't believe we're here. This feels like... Very surreal. This is not what we're... We, we're used to recording our pajamas. We yeah. are, yes. And now, if you are watching us, we are all dressed up. We're trying pretty hard today, so... Yo, don't worry. We'll come back in PJs real yeah. soon. Yeah. We actually have, that. like, blankets off the side for next time. Yes. Yes. We're going to get comfy. Well, on today's episode, we are going to be talking about personal growth mm-hmm. and things that we are excited for this year. Yeah, so the three of us try to make it a habit to reflect and check in with ourselves and each other pretty regularly. If you've been a longtime listener, you've probably spotted the pattern that at the end of each year, we tend to do like a reflections episode. Mm -hmm. And then at the beginning of the year, we'll do like a resolutions episode. So we do like to do a lot of reflecting and checking in. But we also know that when it comes to setting goals and reflecting on your own personal, uh, I don't know, like efforts and status Mm -hmm. and stuff, there's a fine balance between, you know, focused on self-improvement and always striving for the best, but also being able to accept yourself and be okay and happy with the present, right? Mm -hmm. So keeping that in mind, we like to focus uh, on personal growth out of self-compassion. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about some goals and things we're excited about, but try not to be too hard on ourselves. I love that reminder, Janet, because I think we always say like we're our own we're our own worst enemy, uh, but today yeah we're gonna be talking about personal growth um, in different facets of our life from ourself, which I'm excited to hear, our careers and our relationships. Let's kick it off with self. The reason why I'm excited about self is because I do think that we do hang out pretty frequently, but I don't really know what's going on like deep in your minds and what do you, what are you guys working on personally so it always comes out on the podcast this is when we find out about each <laughs> other all of our meetings have been uh, we've been so much uh-huh. busier that when we catch up over meetings it's all work related it now, is it so. is mm-hmm. so starting with self i'm gonna i'm gonna kick it off to janet um, Why me? <laughs> because um so what is something you feel like that surprised you this year about yourself 
Okay, something that surprised me about myself is actually that I now live in West Los Angeles mm-hmm. with my boyfriend. Ooh, yes. As my roommate. Who helped us <laughs> set up this beautiful podcasting Thank thing, you. Yeah. by the way. Yes. Yeah, we are in West LA. And the reason why that surprises me is because you ladies probably know, and I'm sure we mm-hmm. have past episodes where I talk about this, I am more of a fan of like downtown and East LA. Like I, you know, uh, subleased in Silver Lake, Los Feliz area, Los Feliz area for a couple of months. Uh, West LA, I did live in like a, a period of time when I was like working on the West Side, but for the most part, I don't like love living here. I think it's beautiful, and please, no one mm-hmm. come after me. I think it's amazing. <laughs> I'm here now, um, but yeah, if you had told me like even last year that I would be signing a 16 month lease out oh, here, 16 months, okay. 16 month, yeah, um, locked in. yeah, I'm locked in. I would be quite surprised. But I will say there is so much changing in West L.A. I'm in Culver City, and there's a lot of cute stuff being built out, you know, like coffee shops and restaurants and stuff. And Janice, my neighbor. Yeah. Now I'm like five <laughs> minutes away from Mel. So that makes our hangouts for work and stuff a lot easier. Um, and then, yeah, I think just living with a partner. Like mm. a year ago, I was in a very different place, very, mm. very single. Um, and I w- did not think that I would be moving in with someone this quickly. We didn't think that either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we actually had bets on this. <laughs> and it was like the soonest that we all yeah. betted on. It's crazy. Oh, really? It was like pushing the limits of, you know, we just like to take bets sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when are they moving in? When are they getting they engaged? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, we could talk more about that maybe next time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But what about you ladies? How about Helen? What's something that surprised you? about yourself mm. or like what's something mm. that you did that surprised you I guess about this yeah year? I would say that if I think about this whole past year the biggest change for me has been my physical change so a little over a year ago I gave birth to a baby boy oh, and with so that there are just so many hormonal and physical changes that come with it that last yeah. for like months after you give birth mm-hmm. it's not like right after you give birth suddenly you're back to who you were before yeah. there's a lot that happens and I think the thing that surprised me the most was when I looked in the mirror <laughs> And I was just like, yo, girl, you are going through it right now. You know, like hair is greasy, face is like full of acne. And Mm. I just felt like my skin was also very, very like dead, very not vibrant or or bright. You know how there's always these like face serums that are like bright in your face. I never understood that. But I like understood that for Mm. uh, during that period of time. So when I looked in the mirror, I'd be like, ah, surprise. (laughs) Um, but I think the other thing is just being a new mom, and I talk about this on the Spill of the Baby Tea mm-hmm, mini yeah. show quite often, is that just how difficult and challenging yeah. this past year has been, how world-disrupting, life-altering it is. And not just that, but the whole challenge with really understanding your self-identity and who you are as this Mm -hmm. new person in this new body, that has probably been the most difficult Mm -hmm. thing for me that I've ever had to, like, experience in all of my life. Yeah. So that was a really big thing. Um, And I still remember, like, day one after I had my baby, other mom friends would text me and be like, don't worry, in three to six months, you're going to be able to sleep. If you were to tell anyone who's not able to sleep that in half a fucking year, you're going to be able to sleep, like, that is not relief at all. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, I definitely didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. at the beginning of last year. Didn't think I would be able to come out on the other side of it. But I'm here now. So, yeah. I guess kind of surprised that I was able to get through all of that. I I will say, like... You being our, the first mom of our trio and one of my first friends to be a mom, it's been amazing to see you go through all these, like, 
challenges and come through so strong but also for me just like I'm noting everything you do along the way I'm just like oh she went through that note on my notepad for next time oh she's learning I'm actually learning so much just watching you kind of be thank you thank you yeah and I think that's a part of this whole journey too where I do want to share it so that if anyone Mm -hmm. is new to the process it's not it's not coming as a surprise because I think a lot of times how I've been able to regulate my feelings if if I expect something to happen Mm. like if I don't expect it I will spiral and just be like why is this happening to me but if you kind of level set your mind to to expect things it's not as bad yeah Yeah, that's good I will say as your friends um watching you kind of go through the process has been like we're taking notes but also I think as your friend I've seen how there was a period where things are different and you Mm -hmm. were a little bit different but like given now it's like a year almost a year and a half out now there's it's like Mm. literally like the old Helen back but just you know grown and different and with a baby yeah (laughs) (laughs) but really yeah and it I think it's like giving yourself that time that like giving a full year year Mm -hmm. and a half Mm -hmm. and not putting pressure to like have to be back and work right away back to your normal self but a lot of you is back so (laughs) it's yeah we, we went out clubbing Recently, I know. to a bar, so. <laughs> I, I, I was very impressed. She was like, let's go. Let's drink the soju in my car. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, all the way back to, like, college. <laughs> I yes. appreciate that. How about for you, Mel? Okay, so one thing that surprised me with 2023 is my discipline. Mm. Yeah, so I was having a conversation with my roommate because she lived with me for seven years. She has seen my pattern. I'm surprised that I could wake – I could get my ass up at 6.30 and – Surprised, too. I know. 6.30 in the morning, create this like morning routine for me where like I drink my greens, I have a little bit of oatmeal, and then I go to the gym or I do something. And it's only like – That is not Mel. I know. I know. And I'm saying like this is only like what, two to three times a week. But I that's a lot. I know. For the whole year though, she committed – you paid money I know. for Orange Theory. I did. Like, I did Orange Theory and now I signed up for the gym. And I think for me it's just like I've never would have thought I would be this person. Mm-hmm. In college, I, w- I never stepped foot in Remac or gym in UCSD. I was like, oh, I'll just go here. But it is really rewarding to know that, like, oh, I could say I'm doing something and follow through. Yeah. And like to wake up and like, I don't know, it's all about preparation too. I think the mm-hmm. thing that changed for me when I say discipline is that I think a lot of people can relate that, you know, I've always wanted to like, I guess um, everyone says take care of your body. Like, get, get, just get outside, walk around. And I'm just like, no, I'm going to stay on my couch. <laughs> yep. But Mel doesn't like walking. I hate walking. I get so like, pissed. <laughs> I still don't like walking. Her legs get itchy. Yeah. Yes. Unless I'm at the mall. That's very different. Because <laughs> I'm distracted. <laughs> I wonder why. Just, Is it the wind when you're outside? Does that interrupt, wind. like, your skin? Okay, so I Google this because whenever I'm walking, my legs get really itchy. And then it's it's, it's because when you are you haven't walked that frequently, your blood flows. Oh. And it irritates. Okay. Okay. I don't know. That's what Google said. I could be incorrect. <laughs> Pretty much just saying you're out of shape. <laughs> that's what they're saying to me. I guess the biggest thing is, like, I really wanted to find a way to, like, like working out yeah and then I asked all my friends who have like who like me didn't work out and they're like Mel to be honest I still don't like working out but it's all about discipline it's about getting yourself Mm. in there and you'll love the feeling afterwards Mm. and I was like you know what it's I I think I was just forcing myself to like I'm gonna love this I'm gonna love it but getting there I'm just like I hate this Mm -mm -mm. you know what I mean I don't look forward to going Mm -hmm. every time but once I'm there I'm like I'm here and I'm gonna do it Mm. yeah 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 I do think getting out of bed and actually putting your clothes on and getting there is the hardest part but once you're there you're like oh yeah I'm gonna do it you lift that you move things around and it's like oh I worked out I'm sweating I'm feeling great about myself yeah so. so I think one once you're there, it's just like training your mind to be, I'm disciplined, not like, 
I love this when I wake up. So <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it just changed my mindset. I think someone was telling me recently that they ran a marathon and, and it's not until like mile 10 that you hit. <laughs> Sorry. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, when they said that to you, I was like, that is a long, a time, long time to hit the runner's high and to feel yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. loving this. But yeah. it takes 10 miles to get there. Oh, I can't. Halfway through. It's already almost, the half marathon's already almost over at that point. <laughs> I could barely run, run one mile. Oh, we should make that a goal. No, thank you. Okay. 2024? 17. Bye. 2027. Sorry, not 17. <laughs> but anyways, it's really nice to hear about, you know, what, you know, new things surprise you all. But I feel like the three of us, we like to do activities together. Mm, I know yeah. one year we did like surfing. Like we like to try new things. But I feel like this year we should also do other things besides like, the other day, Helen's like, we never go out. Like, we actually don't spend time together besides, like, meeting up for dinners. We liked it. We were... Or chill hangouts. We're a creature of habits when we're together. Mm-hmm. But what are, what's an activity you want us to do that's different we can do as a group or with the three of us? I mean, I think that was one big thing, too. With this past weekend, we went to the mm. Getty Villa, not the Getty Center. <laughs> if you live in SoCal and you want to visit one of those, make sure you go to the right one. <laughs> yeah. Because we, we've been to the Getty Villa before, but yeah. then we brought a bunch of our friends who... We've lived in SoCal in LA for 10 plus years, some like 20 years, and they've never been. Mm. So getting out of our comfort zone, out of our like comfort bubbles was just a big thing for yeah. us to be able to, to just get out there. And I think that's one thing where we've we've been friends first before business owners or co-hosts or whatever it was. So to, f- to fill that bucket of friendship mm-hmm. and not just business owners yeah. is something that I want us to focus more mm-hmm. on to mm-hmm. grow our friendship because yes we can spend four to six hours on zoom calls every week for like two three days a week mm-hmm. which we do and it's kind of insane that that's how long our meetings are but yeah. there's a lot of exciting things in a pipeline and that's what we've been doing so I would say my thing is exploring new cities and getting out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. is what I want us to do more of that sounds Good. fun yeah my thing is I want us to all go to a rave together <laughs> Girl. Oh. So, girl. Explain where Sorry. <laughs> I did not expect that coming from Janet. Yeah. Okay. This, like, Let me explain. I like, super buttoned up girl sorry, over here. I legit like, I want us to do more breath work classes or something no, like that. We've already attended. Um, That's true. She uh, wants like the extremes of like <laughs> really quiet breath work and time. And then we're like uh, silent really meditation and then just like, nah. let's go. <laughs> so let me explain this. Okay. So I'm in a new relationship now and my partner really enjoys music. And um, he has, you know, he hasn't gone to like a festival or a show in a while because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And before that, he really did enjoy them. And so he was like, you know, if you haven't been to one, don't knock it till you try it. Mm. Let me at least take you to one show. And I also, because I'm not a big EDM person. So this was like mm. in the beginning when we first were like learning about each other. I'm like, so what type of listen, you know, what type of music do you like listening yeah. to? And he's like, oh, you know, some EDM. And I was like, oh. <gasps> Are you one of those guys? Like, ooh. I don't know. I, I know being a little judgy. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I've been there. So I promised him I would go to at least one show. Okay. And I'm thinking it's more fun to do it with a group. <sighs> She's dragging So if I could drag this. these ladies with me, <laughs> that would be a new experience for us. We've uh, never even been to a live show together, right? Like music? How, oh, maybe we have. We have a like, live show. Okay, never mind. Maybe we shows. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we have not done EDM together. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I'm down. Yeah, I'm, I used I'm to. Down. You went, we, you went to watch Zed one time? Oh, it depends on who. Yeah, I'm not familiar. I think I need okay. to like the artist. Okay, you all hear, heard it here first. We're going to a rave. Maybe let us know which one we should check out. Yes. I have heard of these underground LA raves in Ooh. downtown. In Warehouse these warehouses. Ones. I would totally be down for that. And I would want to check that out. I mean, oh, yeah, an experience yeah, yeah. Okay. that I would like to okay. have. Okay, good to know. Like right. the gritty, nasty ones. <laughs> 
If it's we're like, going to do it, we're going to go yeah, all yeah. out, okay? And it's like a speakeasy. It's like a secret. You don't, like, not a lot of people know about it. So it's not open to the public. Yeah. Right? So it's going to be I a little bit one. more exclusive. I'm down for any of them. <laughs> I'm down. Okay, so for me, as you guys give me your answers, I was like, I have two. One was like, it'd be nice if we did, like, a floral, flower arrangement class. Okay, that's one. <laughs> because I think it's fun. It's like, I've always it seen, is. like... That's cute. It's like a, you know... It's cute. And you can do a little mimosa and stuff. The second thing is very opposite. I feel like sometimes, I don't think we're safe people, but I want to. What wanna, do you mean by that? <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> we're safe kind of, people. I want to go skydiving. Oh, okay. But you've been um, skydiving. Yes, I've okay. already done that. Oh, I, I, I think I, I just want to try an extreme sport because okay. I feel like it's extreme. I like that word. I don't do these kind of things. I just feel like we kind of, maybe because for me, I'm, I'm like getting nervous just thinking about it. I think it sounds so much fun. I think it's something that you have to do once in your life if you, if yeah. you can. Oh. Or like do something different. Or okay. deep sea dive or like the scuba diving. Oh, would I rather go like really deep underwater or like jump out of an airplane? Because you're afraid of water. I stuff. am. I which is oh my god! Actually, both are making me like yeah, kind of sweat. <laughs> I think maybe maybe the skydiving because I feel like there comes a point where a lot of people say it's not really like connecting logically that you're jumping out of a plane because the ground is so far away. I think if I had to go underwater, I might. I'm afraid I would like freak out. Mm. Mm. You've done both already, huh? I have. I will say I would probably choose skydiving over scuba just because my ears pop really oh, oh, too. when yeah, I'm scuba yeah. diving. So that was the only thing. Skydiving is also just, I mean, both are really cool. But skydiving is beautiful too. All right. Well, thank you for giving me your activities. We're going to add it to our to-do list and everyone listening is going to hold us accountable. All right. And this is something I want to ask you all because I think Janet mentioned that in our intro, like we do want to be um, kind to ourselves. And grace and gracious. What are you doing lately to honor your personal needs these days? I'm just noticing your toes. Nice toes. Yeah. Thanks. I just got they it done. Not. Do they match your nails? Or they're a little different. Okay. No, they're a little different. <laughs> this is what happens when you're on video. All of a sudden Please. we see each other and we're comments Don't on things. Close up my toes. <laughs> Y'all, people are really into toe picks nowadays. Oh yeah. I heard you can make wide shots. I heard you can make a lot for this. I heard you can make a lot of money off your toes. Mel, uh, yeah, you I'm should. not doing it. But anyways, what are you honoring? How are you honoring your needs nowadays? <laughs> I am honoring my needs by setting up healthy personal boundaries. I know that sounds like such a woo-woo answer, <laughs> but I think as a mom, if you're mm. not doing this for yourself, no one is going to do it for you. And mm. you can, even if you're not a parent or a mom, like you can take this advice too. Mm -hmm. Where if you are, you it, it, you can easily get sucked into the day to day, the checklist, the to do list, mm -hmm. the laundry, like all of that. There's always a never ending list of things to do. But I think particularly as mom, to follow, especially because you're in your mind, you're like. I need to be a good mom. I need to do all of these things. There's just a never-ending list of things to do. Mm -hmm. So you can get sucked into that world very easily if you don't set personal boundaries for yourself. So that is definitely something that I um, have tried to exercise more of yeah. this past year. And what that looks like for me is that, as you both know, after my son wakes up from his second nap, whether that's 3 or 4 p.m., I will be basically out of pocket and for two hours playing with him, running errands, and then making dinner for him, um, feeding him dinner, giving him a bath, brushing his teeth, reading his books, and then saying goodnight to all of the little decals on his wall because he has to say goodnight Aww. to yeah. all of his little space decals. There's an astronaut that he has to high five three times. Oh my God. Or else he'll like go back and high five it. It's actually very cute. And he needs like his blankets before he goes to sleep. So all of that. And then you can find me online again, like after mm. after 8 p.m. or so. Like in the past, I've also been very busy, had my mm -hmm. plate very full with work. And 
I was telling Mel this, I think like last week, how I don't feel as much anxiety mm. now, even though I am wearing more hats and there's a lot on our plates. And I think the reason for that is because of these boundaries that are mm. set up. Mm. Because then throughout the day, I feel human that I can be someone who is invested in her career and also someone who is fulfilling her duties as a mom. Mm. And it makes me feel human and not just like one-toned and going about my day, mm. constantly doing the same things, checking off to-do lists. Because you can really get sucked into that life. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So so it's like designated a specific time to really be like, if I make these two hours, this is a lot of what fills my, my mom hat bucket. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And it, it's going to look different for everyone out there, you know, but you have to find what works for you and mm-hmm. set up yeah, those boundaries yeah. for yourself. I like that versus say like multitasking because it can be too easy yeah. to get sucked into the list and do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since we kind of are like our own bosses, I like that you set that boundary for yourself because even for Jan and I, we're like, okay, three o'clock, we know baby's up. We were in meetings and he baby joins us. We're like, all right, one <laughs> one person watching baby. But I think knowing that you also value like, I want to put my child to sleep every night. Yeah. yeah. We're like, okay, then we're not, we're, we're going to make sure that you're out. You're, you're right. to support yeah. that boundary. Yeah. And it feels like an inconvenience sometimes when you're asking people to make this Mm-hmm. you know give you this time but I think once people are on the same page they adjust their schedule yeah. and adjust how you work and everyone wants to help you know I think yeah. people generally just want to help and especially if you work with a good team like they're always down to mm-hmm. do things that you need for your your own mental sanity and health so thank you ladies for doing that too for me but of course yeah that is how I'm taking care of my personal mm. needs That's nice. thank you yeah. for setting the example because yes. I think when you do that mm-hmm. then it makes it acceptable for us also mm-hmm. or more welcomed yeah right? yeah appreciate yeah. it how about for Janet how are you mm. taking care of your personal needs these days um so a lot has changed in the last year and change I try to welcome and go with the flow and be okay Mm -hmm. with. I mean, I guess with change, it means that you adopt new behaviors maybe, but then also old behaviors sometimes will get left on the side. For me, I was really into like my yoga practice and my meditation practice in the last like two to three years. Mm -hmm. Um, And it felt, I feel like I really need that to feel grounded. And with all the changes, all the moving I've done, um, some of the travel and stuff, a lot of my yoga practice has gone out the window. Mm -hmm. I think I've done yoga like twice in the in the new year and <laughs> we're in like April. Um, so I am trying to make more of an effort to get back into that. Mm. And if it's not a full yoga session, like my uh, boyfriend will go to the gym sometimes. He's like, hey, you want to come? And usually I'd, I would be like, oh, no, I'm going to do yoga instead. But I was like, look, I'm just going to go and hang out with him and not really just like do something for movement. And so I'll do some weights or something. But I know for a fact my mood is affected when I'm not doing some physical movement. Mm. So that for me is like I'm really focused on I want by the end of this year to feel like I'm back in some sort of physical routine. It doesn't have to be yoga. Maybe it's something different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my big thing for this year. How about you, Mel? I'm really happy. I think I also invited you to a yoga class next she, week. Yes, thank you. I, I have an answer. I'm doing, I'm do, no, I'm, sorry, I'm doing yoga. Yeah. Wow, okay. But look happy. at Mel pushing her boundaries. I'm happy that yeah. you're getting yourself. I, I know that's a big thing for you, movement. You've It's always been a thing. Yeah. So even like going to lift weights, that you don't really do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. happy you're doing that for yourself. Thank you. Um, for me, there's two things I feel like I do. It, it's, again, like setting boundaries. One of my boundaries is eating at a reasonable hour. I feel like 
now that I'm waking up a little bit earlier because I want to go to the gym and stuff like that, I'm noticing when I'm hungry. And like, mm. I think once I push, like if my lunch is pushing at three o'clock, then it's just not acceptable for me because that sounds way too late for lunch yeah. too. Or two, you know, yeah. I do sometimes like we get really busy, even yeah. like one I'm just like, Ooh, it's getting a little like later because I noticed that a pattern. It's like, if you eat later, you're going to eat dinner later. Yeah. That means you're going to sleep later. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, it does affect the whole flow of the day. So I think a non-negotiable for me, even when we're setting meetings, I'm like, we need at least 30 minutes for lunch. Like we're not setting lunch meetings unless we have time to eat lunch. A second thing I do is sleep is definitely something I will not like, I don't budge. I need seven to eight hours of sleep. Anything less, I'm not okay with for me personally, because I know even through college, I never, I could never do all nighters because I just, that was just not, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. I actually really admire Mel's like focus on your bedtime routine, the routine, but also like how, um, just like going to bed at an early hour Mm -hmm. and being very aware that like the food, like if I eat lunch later, then it's going to be dinner later. And then, you know, like all of that foresight, um, because that's definitely something that I need to get better at. So it's nice to Mm -hmm. see you like push for that um and the food thing honestly like if anyone's worked at a corporate job oftentimes it's very common that people will just start working through lunch yeah and when you do that you start you're not aware that that one thing throws off your routine, yeah so. i also think this comes from a place where honestly like i've been really fortunate where all my jobs prior always like had a lunch break always had i know everyone else you two worked like really crazy jobs we had to work through lunch but it really was that foundation of like i need a routine has been instilled in me for like 10 years. I'm like, when I'm off it, it's just, I feel off. Mm -hmm. I've always been a routine type of gal. I need my schedule. If I don't have that, I feel very like not balanced and Mm -hmm. I will come into work not being very happy. So Mm -hmm. that is my non-negotiable is sleep and eating, I guess at reasonable hours. Yeah. Those are, that's Routine. good that you know your personal boundaries. And I think it's good that you bring that into ABG too because I think Janet and I are type, the type of people to just keep keep going and doing checking off the to-do list yeah. and all that. So I think you've introduced the, the, break. uh, the, the breaks and the mindfulness yeah, of us taking taking breaks. It's also because I'm like, so we're eating for lunch. Or like, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry right now. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Um, but thank you for sharing. I think another thing that as I'm listening to your answers that has changed, you know, throughout the last few years is that I feel like our definition of, of success, quote unquote mm. success, has changed in the last five years. Yeah. So if you were to compare five years ago and now, how has your definition changed? That. Oh. I don't know why I just look this way. 
Because it's, it's my good side. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> um, so there's a couple things that have stayed the same when I was reflecting on like last or five years ago, how did I define success? I think I, I was always kind of focused on being able to feel balanced in mm. like mind, body, soul or whatever. Like maybe that sounds woo woo, but I've, I've learned Ooh. from being out of balance in the past that that's pretty critical for mm-hmm. me to feel successful. Um, I also think that a big thing, and I think all of my Asian American people can probably relate to this, but financial security, mm. like I'm not looking to be super rich. I don't want to have to worry about money. And that was a big thing that I focused on a lot um, even before doing mm-hmm. ABG, right? But now I think what has changed is my definition of financial security has shifted a bit. Before we went into ABG, I think I was much more like um, conservative and I was like, I need to be able to like be with a person and as a family unit, be able to afford a home now and do all these things now and have mm-hmm. the, the assets to do that now. And now I'm kind of like more relaxed and I'm like, look, it's also about your earning potential. So we have a set amount now, but are we both capable and and believe that we're able to increase our finances in the future? So it's a little bit like more flexible yeah, of a definition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a thing about success that has shifted for me also is in the last five years, I really realized how important community is, like other people. Mm. I think I've always been much more focused on like personal like um like goal setting and yeah. like my career and I don't like of course I value my family and my friends but I will almost always prioritize like the productivity over fostering the relationships mm. and over the last five years and maybe it's coincided with my age getting older really understanding the importance of connecting with people mm. and how much when you watch your parents get older too yeah. in later in life it's really the relationships that matter a lot mm-hmm. so that for me has been much bigger of a focus. Mm. Yeah. I know you've been spending a lot more time with like your Stacy and your like nieces and nephews. Yeah. I'm making a concerted effort too because I find myself like it's just too easy that I'm like with someone and if I have an email, I want to respond or mm. I'll do things. And mm-hmm. I now catch myself, especially when I'm around people who are not around their phones all the time. Mm. Then I feel like, oh, I'm being rude. Mm. So I'm trying to make it more deliberate, like just have the boundary to prioritize like yeah. the connections and the community that you have around That's you. Good. Yeah. It sounds like you just want to also be more present too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is a very good goal to have and a good definition of success too. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll go next. Yeah. When I think about myself five years ago, we were all in very different places. Five years ago is when we started this podcast and we were still working in our full-time job. So for those of you who are new here, just catching us on the YouTubes, (laughs) um, I was working in at one of the big four accounting firms doing transaction advisory, valuing private companies and equity securities, which is very different (laughs) from what we are doing here now with this podcast. And five years ago, my definition of success was to hit partner Mm. at the firm. And I wanted that goal for myself because as someone who was an Asian woman rising up in, in climbing the corporate ladder, I never had someone that I could look at and say, that is, she, I I can follow her path Mm. because I can see myself in her shoes. It was always mostly white men at the top. And yes, I can see them and maybe relate to them a little bit, but I never saw myself Mm. with the same background and obviously just not taking the same path as, as they likely have. So I wanted to be that example for other people coming into the firm who could say that's a possibility and I can connect with her. Mm -hmm. 
And what I've realized ever since doing ABG is that my definition of success was very narrowly focused to be within like those walls of finance. Mm -hmm. Because to get there, it would have to be like very one toned where Mm -hmm. you just have to go for that, but you don't take care of yourself. Or at least I found myself not taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. Like there were times when we were working so hard and we were like in the war room just working with our heads down and I didn't have time to pee like that was like a big thing like no pee breaks right and of course that wasn't happening every day and it wasn't so consistent that it felt like I wasn't peeing like the whole day (laughs) how you get UTIs yeah but it it, it definitely led to a more sedentary lifestyle where Mm. it just felt like I was a blob you know and some people might be okay with that but I realized it was really bad for my mental health and also for my physical health Mm. so now with ABG I feel like my definition of success is actually kind of similar surprisingly to what it was before Mm. where we are sort of like the the people that other Asian women can look up to and relate to and connect to and feel seen by but we're just doing it on a much more public and larger scale Mm. So I wanted to do that within the confines of a very, you know, just within a firm. But yeah. now we're able to do that much, you know, much wider. Bigger. Yeah. Which okay. is actually kind of cool. That is Because really I feel cool. like with this, I'm able to pee. <laughs> like, <laughs> take care of myself and yes. do that on a larger we, scale. We promote pee breaks we at do. AEG. <laughs> and I did see Helen pee before this recording. No, oh. no, wait, not like that. I mean, like, I saw, I went with you to the restroom. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Um. If I didn't ask myself, um, you know, one thing I feel like so five years ago in my 20s, I think my biggest thing was like, I'm going to pursue my passion. I'm going to pursue my dreams, which honestly, in a lot of ways has kind of come true with, you know, being an intern at Wong Fu, working for a bunch of creators and now having ABG. I feel I feel really fulfilled. And I think to some degree, I feel so fulfilled that now when I'm looking at my current life. The most mundane things, I feel very successful. Like, mm. I think for me, my definition of success is like, after a day, do I feel good? Mm-hmm. Do I feel, quote unquote, successful with what I accomplished? And for me, nowadays, it's just like, did I have a good weekend? Did I have a well-rounded weekend with my friends, with my boyfriend, with my family? Did I get my household chores done? I know it's so basic, but I think for me, maybe it's just because I've been so zeroed in on like when I think about my career it's more like I want to make sure I represent people who are pursuing passions and mm-hmm. I've just been so gung-ho about that and just so z- focused that I'm like well what about my like other parts of this the small the, personal life the slower parts of my life yeah. that's not me watching Korean dramas mm-hmm. you know I feel like nowadays I'm trying to get myself out of the house like whether it's walking around farmer's market whether it's like grabbing dinners with like friends and family am I, am I nurturing my relationships and so I think for me if I feel fulfilled it sounds weird I, maybe because my career, I feel so fulfilled that my identity is ABG Mel, I feel really good with. Mm. But how about just Melody Chang? Is she happy mm-hmm. with her life? And I do feel like by shelling out these personal moments on the weekends for myself, I do feel fulfilled. So I think in some ways, my focus on success has been less on career and more on my personal life. Mm. So that's, mm-hmm. so that's I like that. Well, my last question for y'all under self, and this is because I also have access to your calendar because <laughs> we all share the same calendar. What is something you're looking forward to do in this year? There's, I feel like there's a lot that we're doing with ABG, so a lot to look forward to there. But personally, I th- I haven't announced this yet publicly, but I am going. <laughs> I was like, what? We're like, what? Know what it is? Oh, oh, she's announced it to us, not publicly. Yeah, <laughs> I I am getting um married. Oh my god, <laughs> she's Wait, like, something oh. else. <laughs> no, 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 no second baby yet. Okay, that's I what was you're like, saying. Yet. yet, I was like. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is the moment we've got two cameras on us but i will be having a wedding ceremony and a reception with mahams and having all of our friends and family there and i think yeah. that was one big thing that we were just so because we're my husband and i we're experienced people we like to experience things and i feel like yeah we're also shelling out a lot of money and we were thinking oh we should just kind of have a smaller party but we didn't want to miss out on that one once in a lifetime experience mm. for us so we are doing that this year that is something i think we're all looking forward to um, and hopefully we have time to plan for it because <laughs> we don't right now. Very excited. I've been thinking about this every day. Yeah. <laughs> Belle's always texting me. She's like, can we not meet and just talk about wedding stuff? I I'm do like, love Please, this stuff. Yes. I mean, I get fed all this stuff on Instagram. I'm like sending it to Helen. I was like, oh my God, you should do this too. Oh my God, look at this. Yes. I just love weddings. Yes. And I appreciate your, your enthusiasm for this as well. Mm, excited. Yeah. What are you two excited for? Janet, what are you excited for? Uh, did you have an announcement girl your boyfriend um for me again like you know emphasizing my personal relationships i'm stopped for your wedding that's what thing. <laughs> it just sounds like so much fun i love parties weddings um another thing is my friend jp in the bay area she's also getting married in june um so i'm excited to see my friends from back home and just like because i don't see them a lot it's like with your boston friends you don't get to see them that frequently and as much as i i feel like norcal socal pretty close i don't go home as much as i would want um so excited to like go to the weddings and um just a lot of like social events coming out like a raised best friends having a gender reveal so like a lot of milestone moments are happening and i'm excited mm. to be a part of that and i'm going to japan in october with ray dude that's huge oh, yeah. i know International travel. Well, you went to Taiwan, I yeah. guess. But with yeah. a partner, is different. Yeah. Yeah. That's also one thing that you said. I need to travel with him before, before we lock it in. The next step. Yeah. Aren't you going to – you're going to Japan soon. I am. Actually, what do you What are you looking um, forward to? I'm looking – so I guess, like, mine is a little bit more open-ended. It's, like, there's a lot of amazing events that we're all going to be a part of this year. But I think I'm looking forward to just, like, the day-to-day um, strengthening and growing and developing my relationship with Eugene and also his dog, Toby, because that is yeah. – so dog we are, mom. like, a little family of three now. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, like I said, in terms of like my definition of success, kind of like shifting to focus on community, mm. not only the community of ABG, but like our friends and our family, I really am excited to just like focus on growing our relationship because um, I think, you know, we have, we're both a little bit older and mm-hmm. we do want to eventually build a family. To, I mean, I guess like figuring out if we're the right ones for each okay, other, like long, long term. <laughs> so that means that with a shorter amount of time, I feel like we need to make a concerted effort to really like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. deliberately. Like be intentional with like be intentional. deepening your relationship. Yeah, deepening yeah. Our, with our relationship and then feeling like, okay, is this really like where we want to go with this? So mm-hmm. yeah, spending time growing my relationship with Eugene and lots of Toby. If you are following me on Instagram, I have a lot of puppy videos now. <laughs> I feel like next year is going to be a huge change for all of us. There's going to be yeah. so much that will happen oh. in the next year. Stay I'll give, tuned, y'all. I'll give you yeah. another self-update then, too. Yeah. So we, we just talked through our like self-focused personal growth things, things or goals. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about career because we are Asian boss girl after all. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as much as we enjoy doing this uh, socially and as friends, like we are building a business together and uh, there's a lot to reflect on in that respect. Mm-hmm. So this coming year in terms of career, 
whether that's Asian boss girl, your own personal, whatever it is, what are you excited about? Okay, well, I'll talk about EBG and talk about one project I am very excited about. We've been working on this for a while, but I feel like this is a year that it's actually taking major steps. And that is another big writing project we're involved in. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something we never did. um, And it's been really challenging. It's been, I think, stretching our limits in terms of creativity and skills. I find this writing project to be very exciting. And I can't say too much yet because we're still... And development stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I'm excited for. It's storytelling mm-hmm. on a different platform, pretty much that yeah. we haven't been used to. But yeah, very excited for that as well. Something that else that I will mention with ABG, and we haven't mentioned this yet either. So we've been working a lot behind the scenes, y'all. That's a three four hour Zoom meetings are yeah. four <laughs> four to six hours. Isn't four it? to Crap, six. Yeah. Um, but one thing I'm very excited for is that we are likely going to be signing with an agency soon. <gasps> whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh announcement (laughs) we won't say which one yet but it's a pretty large prominent one in the la area so signing with them and if you have been with us since day one you know that we have been using our 50 dollar walmart mics for a long period of time for five years and doing everything self-funded doing everything Mm -hmm. by ourselves it's been fun it's been very much like low-key low effort yeah and i think with an agency they bring in expertise they bring in connections and they're really going to help us grow this podcast and this community into something much bigger. So excited about that. Don't really know what yet to expect. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about how they can scale us with like speaking events and, you know, if we wanted to do more writing project stuff, (laughs) like they they have the access and the uh, ability and the resources for all of that. So that is something I'm very excited for. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Janet? Oh my God. What I'm, I've been the most excited for is this. She like has. She has. Video. Very much so. Janet is like our podcast queen. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. We, we've seen the trend of people going on video for a long time. And I think technically they call it simulcasting. So you're not only recording audio, but also video. And I will say one of the things that make me the most excited about this is the fact that we're going to be able to more regularly uh, be present on YouTube. Mm. So we did start doing like... Um, uh, Dear ABGs. Dear ABGs and <laughs> vlogs and stuff. But I think, and and it's been a lot. Like, I would say that I have felt like this is the thing that I've been the most nervous about Mm -hmm. in the last, like, three to four years. The beginning was, you know, a challenge. But this is, like, I feel like this is the next, like, leveling up because it requires so much more in terms of process, um, our workflow, everything. It's probably, like, every single team member we have, their workflow is affected by Mm -hmm. this change. Um, But I'm excited to just maybe discover some new, like, listeners out there to be able to have more people um, join our community for ABG because we've set up all these things now. We have, like a discord community we're mm-hmm. going to be doing many more meetups and like speaking events so mm-hmm. um this is i think this is like a really big step so yeah. i'm excited that we're actually sitting on this couch right now with things that are yay yeah, in front of us yeah that is crazy pat you on the back <laughs> thank you so now that we've talked about things we're excited about um we all know that work is um mm-hmm. you know there's like good days and there's bad mm-hmm. days or good couple of months and then more challenging times. What is something that's happened recently within our work that was a challenge for you and how did you deal with it? I'm going to let Mel go first on this one because <laughs> I think I know her answer. Oh man. I'm like laughing because looking back, I'm like, well, okay, that wasn't, that was bad, but not that big of a deal. Okay. So recently it's been really busy with ABD. I feel like it's just a lot on our plate. And so we, you know, thankfully had a speaking event in Boston and I think when you're really stressed with stuff, you're not as on it with stuff. I just said stuff 3,000 times. But, okay, so here's a quick story. We pretty much had an early flight to Boston the next morning, and 
I'm usually real pretty prepared. Like I always pack ahead of time. I, I always I checked in for the three of us and I was ready to go. Uh, we were flying American. I'll just be honest. We were flying American Airlines, and I'm used to flying JetBlue or like Southwest. Southwest, when you when you check in, they will text you your ticket, your boarding ticket. American says, "Cool, you're checked in." I'm like, "Great." So in the morning, Jan and I are literally going like we're like running with time. We're like Helen's like I'm there. I'm like, "Oh crap, we're running so behind." We get there, and I get to the airport already afraid that we're not going to make it to the gate and my ticket would not download and I was like shit like usually you you can download to your wallet which I usually do actually no I don't it's 50 50 <laughs> it's because with Southwest I could just pull up my text message and then yeah, get it yeah. so it was like oh I was like I could do this with American never ran into this issue I'm going to security I was like I have TSA I'm fine I'm you know I'll make it through TSA pre she was even like are you sure like we should separate I know you're gonna take longer you might not make it and I was like it's okay Mel you go <laughs> yeah so Janet goes on this long line I get to my front of the TSA pre and she was like can I see your ticket I was like it's not loading and she goes you need to go back downstairs and I was like what I go back downstairs and I'm at the the counter trying to push in my number and every time I put in my confirmation they're like we cannot get your it's you're too late. You cannot get your boarding pass, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what the f-? I was like, I checked in last night. I don't know why I can't get my ticket. And I think I got to, I remember I was so frantic because I remember I was like, I had this moment when I was at the check-in counter and I was like, oh my God. And I was like, literally, I said, oh my God, Allah. And I was about to cry. <laughs> and I was like, how dramatic am I? Like, <laughs> it was definitely one of those moments. Helen was calling me on the phone. She's like, oh my God, what's going on? Like, let me see what I can do from like from the gate. And I think at that point, Helen was like, you just sound so defeated. Yeah. <laughs> I think when I called you, I was expecting Mel to be very frantic and asking like, what should I do? What should I do? But you were kind of just like... Yeah, I'm standing behind a family waiting to talk to someone. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you okay? Where's Janet? And I know. Like, I don't know. I'm just going to talk to them yeah. and see what happens. Oh, I think no. I was already had my, oh my God, at the freaking mm. like kiosk. And I was like, I, when I was in London, I was like, at that point, I I like admitted defeat. I was like, there's no mm. way I'm going to get on this damn flight. And so when I when I went to a lady, she's like, you're not going to make it on the flight. I was like, cool. <laughs> Can I get on the next flight, please? She was, yes. And I was like, is it free? She goes, it's free. I was like, thank God. Because I was yeah, I don't want to spend extra money. And yeah, I just, yeah. Anyways. And it was only like two, three hours later. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. that big of a difference. But the reason why I felt like it was like a big failure is because like, again, you two made on the flight. I'm happy I got a new flight. But the, this is just my emo moment. I literally had to like two, three hours to kill. I got my new ticket. I went to the corner of the airport and I just started crying. And Aww. I was sitting there in all black. Sorry. Add that visual. Yeah. Yes. And I was just sobbing and crying because I felt like such a loser. Not a loser Aww. as in like, oh, you're a loser. But it's more like I just feel like such a failure because like I, I'm always prepared. Like the fact that mm. I fucked up and I didn't even make my flight, like how like I just was so mad at myself and I felt like I disappointed you both. And we just had so much on our plate. I was like, oh my gosh. And then that means like Helen's parents want to take us to dinner. And I'm like, oh my God, and then I'm gonna ruin their plan. I just felt like a big inconvenience. And when you feel that mm. way, you feel like crap. And yeah. I just started crying. And it was raining outside. So I just felt really <laughs> sad. So I think that's when I felt like a failure. When like mm. things get so crazy on your plate, the simplest things by get like getting on your flight, you just can't even do. Mm-hmm. I will I mean? say, Mel, I'm very proud of you in that story that you, when you got on the phone with Helen, that you were in a calm. Even I didn't know that it was defeated when um, I asked <laughs> Helen, I was like, oh, you talked on the phone with Mel. Is she okay? And she's like, yeah, she sounded kind of calm. And then I was like, oh, okay. You're like, it was more defeated, but I was like, okay, at least it wasn't like scrambling <laughs> yeah, yeah. and stressed. And the fact that you said you became aware of the fact that you were like, 
you know, like mm-hmm. uh, getting stressed out. That's the first step to realizing that's not going to help. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I think you still have to, everyone's going to feel crappy. So yeah. go and then having a cry and getting it out where you're not affecting other people. Like that's, yeah. that's, a, that's like a, you know, I think it's yeah. a normal thing. And you know me and Janet, we're not going to be like, oh, Mel, like you missed your flight. <laughs> it was more on our end when after we had landed, we were like, okay, Mel's either going to show up really moody or be like, <laughs> Okay, let's just get over it and move on without. We're like, okay, hopefully it's a ladder. Hopefully it's a ladder. Yeah, so we we're like up. hoping yeah, yeah. that you would be in a good mood. Yeah. <laughs> once you land, I think I think knowing that Mel is very much of a planner and like she like she memorizes our calendar. We knew that she was gonna be really hard on herself. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I appreciate that because I remember and as as they were taking out, they're like, Mel, just go enjoy yourself. It's okay. We're fine. We'll catch you in Boston. And yeah. then after that, I was like, you know what? They're right. I'm gonna just like. It is. I accepted the reality, and I was like, "I'm gonna get a breakfast burrito." Yeah. And I got a breakfast burrito. Readjust to what's happening. Yeah, that, and yeah. you're all black. Yeah, right in the corner. <laughs> I got a book. Yeah, that's fine. Good. Anyways, that was my failure that's moment. Not, yeah, not gonna say that's not like that bad, but I'm yeah. glad it was bad in the moment. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad that it was a learning experience. Yeah. Now to, it's a joke to download your ticket <laughs> yeah. beforehand. I know that now. That's a warning, also for those some airline. Airlines actually like uh, close off your ability to download. The it was like link. 20 minutes before. Yeah. Boarding. Yeah. <sighs> the link will no longer work. Anyways, mm-hmm. that was mine. Mm-hmm. How about you too? Oh man, I can't, I don't know how to follow that one. Um, I think for me, the hardest thing is probably also on that trip where we were, yeah, doing like a multi-city trip. Actually, mm-hmm. we were in Boston speaking at Northeastern and then afterwards we flew to Austin for the Joyride premiere, which is amazing, by the way. Everyone Such has to watch Joyride. So, so good. But during that time, we were only away for four days, was it? It wasn't even that long. It felt long. It felt it felt long. And I think on like night three or it might have been four. I just that feeling of homesickness. Mm. I think just being away from um, being away from Philip's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Being away from my child is very. It is difficult. Mm. It is very very difficult. And I remember I was like pooping or something. I don't know. I was by myself (laughs) away from you ladies for for a second, and I just felt. I just thought to myself, is this worth it, you know, mm. to be doing this when you like you feel a physical pang in your heart and people mm. say that's like heartache or whatever. But I felt that and I asked myself, is this worth it to continue doing? And I gave myself that answer that it is worth it. It's going to be it's going to be hard no matter what. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people will say, if you feel like it's hard, do something about it. I think this is something I, I can't do much about mm. other than when I am with him, I am very intentional with my time with him. So mm. it doesn't feel like I'm missing out on this period of his life, yeah. even though I am working and traveling for mm. work. So that's sort of something that was hard and I've come to accept. But I think no matter what, it's always going to be hard to be yeah. away from your yeah, baby, yeah. you know well thank you for sharing yeah. that i know yeah you've talked a lot about the concept of like mom guilt mm-hmm. and how that that feeling like potentially a failure in one aspect and another aspect of your life and not being able to feel like balance but mm-hmm. feeling like you said you wanted to set the boundaries of how to like in your mind, be able to define like mm. feeling successful, being able to balance where like when you're with him, you're really present and that makes being okay or that makes being away from him okay mm-hmm. is um, I think that's a mindset that I'm going to try to carry through to other things because everybody in life, you balance like multiple hats, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's very useful. Thank yeah. you. Uh, for me, the last time that I had a really hard challenge, um, so obviously this project of getting on video has been big. We're working on writing projects. We are talking to agencies. There's been a lot going on. In addition to that, we've all started our own mini shows that now Mm. come on, uh, Tuesdays, 
They won't be on video, maybe yet. I don't know. We'll see. But right now, you can we'll catch them. at home in our PJs <laughs> if that's the case. In my yeah. closet. Right now, <laughs> this show comes on Thursdays. And then on Tuesdays, um, on the podcast platforms, you'll hear our mini shows. So that's been an extra thing to balance. And I think because we do that in our, like, individually, mm-hmm. we end up spending so much time working on ABG things that when it becomes your week to record, it kind of like sneaks up on you. Oh yeah. Gosh, whose week is it this week? <laughs> it's my week. Actually, speaking oh, really? of, yeah, speaking of this challenge. Ooh. So um, when I first moved into my new apartment, like last month, it was poor planning on my part. The week that I moved with al- was also a week that we were really busy with ABG. And then it happened to also be my week to record my mini show. Mm-hmm. And I also got sick. So um, I recorded the episode in because I was in a new space too in a new home. I didn't know like the acoustics. So recorded one round. I was like sick. I I was like mentally out of it. And then I had this like episode. And then um, I felt like I was really like, you know how you can get really in your head and you don't have other people? Because like Mm -hmm. this is one thing. I have a conversation. But Mm -hmm. when I have to like make 10 to 15 minutes of just me talking – it's a lot different and Mm -hmm. it's a lot more challenging. Um, So I just felt really overwhelmed and like physically drained. Physically when you're like, my brain is like not on anymore. Mm -hmm. And the episode was going to come out and I remember feeling like, okay, I don't know what to do. Do I need to re-record this? And that was when I was like, okay, it's very helpful to have other people on the team. I asked you two ladies to just listen to it and to be kind of my gut check to be like, is this okay? Should I re-record it? And it was nice to get feedback like, okay, yes, like the sound quality isn't great. Or and like, damn, Jay, we record this definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making, I'm sugarcoating. No, no, no. No, they were very like okay. kind about it. But also I think we are real with each other, yeah. right? Like I, we know that this content is going to come out with my face and my name on it. And specifically it was talking about like finding love later in life. So mm-hmm. I knew this was an episode that was like a big important story that mm-hmm. involved another person beyond yeah. my own story. And so that was also, I think, nerves for me. And then I found kind of, I like drew in the strength that I came into this room, the um, like isolated sound quality, and I did a re-recording. And once I got in the zone, it was easier to not think about the 700 other things that were happening mm-hmm. and just lock it in and get it out in an hour. But I definitely felt, I was like so many times that week, Every single day was like, ah, panic. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Am I getting everything done? So, uh, yeah, that still continues to be a struggle. But we're working Basically, it, it sounds like we're going to be asking people for help soon. So <laughs> we can do some call-outs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, lots of exciting things happening. Yeah. And that episode sounded really good, mm-hmm. by the Aww. way, the second Thank version. You. And it definitely resonated <laughs> with a lot, version, of, a lot yeah. of people, too. Yeah, Aww. for sure. Well, speaking of all of the amazing things that we've been doing behind the scenes, what is something that you are, like... Uh, maybe not this year, but like we're thinking like Blue Sky. Like mm. if you had a dream collab or guest for ABG or project, what would it be? I guess I'll go first. <laughs> oh, so two. So I'm thinking about projects. One, I would love to work with something in K-pop. Duh. Oh. What, I love. What, what kind of thing in K-pop? Like what K? if we learned like a K-pop dance from like a K-pop group or like <laughs> – this has been Mel's dream since episode Forever. one. Yeah. yeah. Something we did do one for your birthday. Yeah, we did a K-pop class. Yeah, but it's not with a K-pop like person. Oh, she wants like I the want actual me. I want like a partnership or some collaboration with some oh, K-pop. I see. Like I they teach us their routine. Okay. Like, <laughs> I thought you meant the dancer was not like Korean or oh, something. Oh, no, she no. I want like a, I don't know, something with the stage. Oh, the stage. A stage. I don't know. You guys know like I went to the performance and all yeah, that. Yeah. Second thing is. Oh, we should go to one of those like random public amphitheaters where there's no one, but there's like uh, <laughs> I'm just I all and have an audience. No, whenever I see a fake stage or a public stage, I always go on it and envision. 
<laughs> she has actually described Dude. what our like entrance would be. Sometimes when I'm she driving, dreams about this. Stuff. Sometimes oh, it's like, like the Beyonce Super Bowl where yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my on the stage. Oh, so like yeah. our. I already, already know, like, if we were – see, I I fantasize about this so much. I'm, like, driving my car, playing some, like, random, like, really good K-pop hit. And I'm, like, this is how we come on stage. It would be, like, a slow, slow rise from the, from the bottom. You know, it's, like, oh, shit, they're here. And, like, you build up the music. That sounds so cool. Um, okay, there's <laughs> – Smoke machines. No, curtain. Like, you know, know the music when, like, the, the, like, they play and you're, like, the show is about to start. And ah. Like, oh, you see a silhouette. You really build up the hype. I want the build up. Anyway. I feel like we could do that. But then after that, it's just going to be shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, We're the here. Now amazing. what do we do? Anyways, there's that dream. And the second one is, honestly, it'd be really cool if we, like, you know, again, we're challenging ourselves in different mediums of storytelling. I would love to work with a Bob. Bob. With a Bob? <laughs> is there a Bob out there? <laughs> I don't know why you said Bob. Uh, <laughs> now I'm so curious what you're about to say. I was going to say a bomb ass, like Asian American theme. Bomb. Not Bob. There's a dope, like, Asian American female screenwriter or director on Ooh. something. <laughs> not, not a maybe, Bob. Maybe their nickname is Bob. Anyways. Like, short for a Bob, Bobby. Bobby, yeah. yeah. Oh, Bobby's right. a Bobby cute Brown. girl's name. Yeah. All right, anyways, I'm done with that. <laughs> okay. How about you? What about you, Helen? I like that. Um, I think having a bomb <laughs> woman on this podcast, like Sandra Oh. Oh, yeah. Dope. Um, Please, Sandra, if you're listening. Or, I don't know. Hmm. Adele is so Adele. boss. Yeah, she's yes. very inspiring to listen to. Yeah. Very authentic when she speaks, which is amazing. Yes, yeah. she's, she's incredible. You want Blackpink, right? That'd Ooh. be cool. Hello? Jenny? Rosé? Yes. Come on to our podcast. <laughs> um, but having having really cool guests that we're really excited about is like a really big thing. And if, even if we can work with them on Something. a different platform, mm. that would be cool as well. Again, storytelling on many different platforms. That's something I'm excited about. Also, another thing I think is with our community, mm. yeah. having that grow and having people feel like if they know Asian Boss Girl, they feel like they, no matter where in the world they are, mm -hmm. they can find other people to connect with. And then when they feel the, the, the brand of Asian Boss Girl, it's like a source of empowerment and mm -hmm. confidence. I think if we can, and maybe for some people, they already feel that way. But if we can really like fortify that feeling, that's something that I want to happen yeah. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. I will say for me, this is a dream that I've had for a really long time. So I'm just going to keep it. It's just a, maybe it seems random for some people, but I would love if we could get Eva Chen on the podcast. Oh, oh yeah. She is like my girl crush on Instagram. I follow her. Um, I think her background is really interesting. She's also story told on multiple mediums. She started in fashion and then she did children's books mm -hmm. and I like that she shares about her family life and I think really showing like being a working mom mm -hmm. and then also representing her culture um, but balancing that like American version because her husband mm -hmm. is Caucasian and she's Chinese um, so there's just a lot of aspects about her that I find personally very admirable mm -hmm. um, and I think uh, yeah I don't know just be amazing to have a, a dream that we had like since year two or three yeah come true eventually yeah. That'd be cool. And Michelle Yeoh. What, Michelle Yeoh. Oh, yeah. Michelle Yeoh, please. We're like begging. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, ladies, for um, sharing your reflections on your personal life and career. I love hearing about it because, again, we don't really get to kind of dive, dive deep into these topics when we're together. Um, again, like Janice in the intro, please use this time to reflect on your own life and be gentle and kind with yourself. I know we tend to be hard, but 
Maybe you could do this with your friends. You could do this in your journal. But yeah, take some time to reflect on your life. Yes. And that wraps our first episode on the video pod. Crazy. We probably sound different too. This is our first time recording on new mics. You'll yeah, probably hear all my spit. I, I, every time I swallowed, I'm like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. You can catch us on all of the socials. You can catch us at Asian Boss Girl, all the listening platforms. Leave us a rating and review as well on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really does help us out a lot. And we love reading all of your reviews. So yeah. Leave us your review and ratings. <laughs> you can we also leave have like a, We usually have like a scripted outro. So this is new. Yeah, first time doing it, it on, on the spot. But now also since this is on YouTube, if you have comments, oh, yeah. share with us something that you're personally working on this year that you want to grow in, whether mm-hmm. that's in self-development or career or in your relationships or whatever that is. And with that, we will catch you all on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Oh my gosh, that was the first time singing it.